Tribalism sucks. Critical thinking is pretty cool. Thanks for being part of American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Few things are as complicated in our society right now. Few things are as controversial in our society right now. Few things get as emotional in our society right now as the relationship with law enforcement, with the law, with police officers, and everything that goes with it through our judicial and criminal justice system. Is that fair? Well, maybe sometimes. Is it unfair? Yeah, sometimes it is. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. We don't shy away from tough conversations on this show, and we're going to have one right now. I'm joined by Sergeant Betsy Smith. She is with the National Police Association. And Betsy, appreciate you being on the show because when I contacted you, you know we're going to ask tough questions, and I appreciate your willingness to do that. Well, absolutely. And I mean, that's that's why we're here. And American law enforcement has to answer those tough questions. And when it comes to those tough questions, obviously there's a renewal of many of those after what happened in Memphis, the tragedy revolving around Tyree Nichols' death. And so we'll get to that in a few minutes. But I also want to point out the other side of the conversation with law enforcement that does tend to get lost in all of this. This has to do with the upswing in violent crime that we're seeing and also the violence against police officers. Betsy, what are the actual, I guess, numbers? I don't want to reduce it to numbers, but what what's the actual reality right now for law enforcement and attacks on them? Well, we've we've seen yet another uptick. Um, it, we're up seven percent from 2020 and 13 percent from 2019 for police officers getting shot in the line of duty. Um, we had 323, I believe, police officers shot in the line of duty last year. Already this year in 2023, we have had about 40 police officers shot in the line of duty. Four have been fatal. And it's just been uh, an extraordinary time for American law enforcement. And beyond the shootings, understand that 60,000 police officers a year are assaulted. And many of those assaults are life-altering, career-ending assaults on police officers. So the numbers are up. And, and, you know, and then you look at, you know, what people are seeing in the media, whether it's um, Tyree Nichols or different cases. And when you have law enforcement continually vilified all of law enforcement for the actions of a few, that can lead to these additional ambush attacks on police officers. And of course, those ambush attacks are on the rise uh, over 135%. So it's a tough time to be a cop when our numbers are lower and we're seeing record retirements, record resignations, and we're having a difficult time getting young people to come to this profession. How do you separate out the actions of the few, like you just said, versus the culture of law enforcement? Because when I was watching or I was actually listening to the remarks being made at Tyree Nichols funeral, it it got very uh, activist based. And the presumption from the pulpit was that this is a culture that is in law enforcement. And I know you've got to be careful how you talk about this because Tyree Nichols, by all accounts, was an innocent man who was killed. So how do you separate out the rhetoric from the reality? Well, you're exactly right. What happened to Tyree Nichols was, you know, as we're going to see, at least second degree murder. That's what five of those former police officers were charged with. 
But that's not police culture. I've been in the police culture since 1976 when I started as a police dispatcher in high school. And I have I continue to be a part of police culture as a, a nationwide law enforcement trainer. That's not police culture. No police officer is trained to kick somebody's head like they're punting a football. Nobody trains to do baton strikes on the head. Nobody trains to treat this young man the way that he was to be treated. And we are seeing, uh, you know, we're seeing the system work in the way that the case in Memphis was handled. Now, we need to see more accountability in Memphis. We And we can talk more about that later. But here's the thing. I want people to understand Last year, in 2022, there were over 350 school teachers in this country who were arrested for sexual crimes against their students. Now, is anybody out there protesting their kids' school, vilifying the entire profession of teaching? I'm going to guess you're not. 250,000 people die each year of medical mistakes. Are we are we at funerals talking about we've got to do away with the medical profession, we got to burn down hospitals, things like that? No, we are not. The problem with law enforcement is when something happens, whether it's George Floyd, um, whether it's Tyree Nichols, or when righteous things happen, like the Michael Brown shooting uh, in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014. That was a 100% righteous shooting of a man who was trying to disarm a police officer. And yet that created so much angst and, and really uh, relaunched the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. There is just something about a law enforcement involved situation that makes people incredibly emotional in this country. And it's not just when police do something bad. When a police officer is killed in this country, uh, a great deal of our population is really heartbroken and emotional, especially on a local level. But we also see it on a national level. So there's just something about law enforcement, law enforcement officers that evokes a lot of emotion. And, you know, of course, that has to do with you know, the kind of job we do, it's not the most popular job, whether you're getting a speeding ticket or you're getting arrested for domestic violence or whatever it might be. Um, and so that emotion, I think you said that at the beginning of the show, um, emotion really comes into play in these situations, as we saw uh, in the funeral, uh, during the funeral of uh, Tyree Nichols. We just have to make sure that that emotion doesn't overtake reality. We're visiting with Sergeant Betsy Smith, the National Police Association. And, and Betsy, we just got a few minutes here left. So where do we go from here, fair or not? There are so many media, academia, activists who say it's on police to to build bridges and develop those lines of community communication, fair or not. That's how a lot of people look at it. How can that successfully be done, given the narratives and given the ins instances that we've seen over the last few years? Well, I think police leadership needs to look at what we have been doing. We've been doing community policing since the 1970s in this country. And yet when one of these situations happens, we don't seem to have a lot of goodwill built up with the public. So maybe we need to change what we're doing. A lot of what we see is a lack of leadership in this country. Police leaders 
are very quiet when their officers are just out there doing their jobs. And, and, you know, cops in this country go above and beyond every single day, whether it's rescuing a a litter of kittens from a a storm sewer, or uh, of course it's rescuing a domestic violence victim, uh, finding a lost child, things like that. But we tend to not talk about all those good things law enforcement does. So that's one thing our police leadership is going to have to do is get a lot louder and a lot prouder about their cops. And then we need to start telling the truth about the American law enforcement officer. 52 million contacts law enforcement had last year with the American public and force was used in less than 2% of those contacts. So we are not gunning down unarmed people. We are not attacking people because of racial animus. So we have got to engage with educators, uh, uh, church leaders, parents, and things like that, and understand that law enforcement can't do it all ourselves. The community has an obligation to engage back because as we see, as cops step down, crime continues to rise. And that's not good for anybody. Okay, we're going to have to pick this up another time. So you're going to get another invitation, Betsy. But where do people get in contact with you or the National Police Association? So you can visit us at nationalpolice.org. We have so many great programs there. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at SGT Betsy Smith. And the National Police Association has a great Twitter and a great Facebook. Join the conversation. Thank you for being on the show, Betsy. Just ahead, how does an obscure and frankly complicated Supreme Court case potentially affect your life. We're going to explain that just ahead right here on American Viewpoints.